Oh man, Trey, look up at the sky. It's a full moon on the Sabbath. This is scary. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to a spoopy season of your very own Nerd of Godcast. (laughs) We're going to be talking about all the things that make the hairs on the back of our necks stand up, give us shivers, and make us twist and shout. (laughs) Uh, all throughout the pumpkin spice season. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, uh, we are going to be geeking out and giving glory to God. But guess what, Jigawatt? I ain't going to be doing it by myself. To my left, he is the very best at being the very worst. He is the Lon Chaney Wolfman of this pack, and we love him to death. With me, as always, Steve O. Supremo. Finally, the worst has come back. To the nerd of Godcast. Were you gone for like like four Were episodes or something like that? It's been a, it's been a Is while. Is it bad that I didn't notice? I think the last time I was on the show, like we recorded in like July. Huh? Maybe I might have been on another one. Well, your your absence was clearly felt. I, Dang. I, 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 yay! She's traveled the world of the seven seas. <laughs> <laughs> she is a punk rock pirate, your friend and mine. Walk the plank, matey. It's Alexandria Marica. Spooky, scary skeletons send shivers down my spine. Yeah. That's the only video that I watch for Halloween every year. On loop. It's my favorite. It's, I see your phone. It's actually running it right now. It is. It's just on, on, on site. What about the one with the ghost choir? With like, what? Show me later. I'll show me later. Okay, yeah. thanks. It's so good. Uh, I'm alarmed that Neff has whipped out his phone so rapidly. Neff doing work on that iPhone 5. And he, speaking of <laughs> Neff, <laughs> <laughs> he is often imitated but never successfully duplicated, even in Dr. Frankenstein's lab. He is the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Oh, what a glorious podcast! Makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> and here, like the drip, drip, dripping on our head of insane torture, making us all a little mad, yet at the same time somehow cool and refreshed. She is the incomparable Julia Cameron Colazzo. I don't know what to say about all of that, <laughs> but hello, everybody. <laughs> She's like our own Rocky Horror Picture Show. Someone throw, throw some toast at her. I don't know. She's the final girl, <laughs> and uh, and oh, over in the over in the booth pushing the buckets to keep this bu- pushing the buttons over in the booth making this sound good, <laughs> despite our masterful command of the English language failing us. It is the uh, our resident smart guy Nicholas W. Sadler. Hello. There he is. <laughs> and Nick, it looks like you brought a guest with you tonight over here joining us. It is uh, it is a very uh, awesome treat to have with us. I always knew, because she had a little bit of a dark side, that maybe she had a little company inside of her. But now I am sure she does. Sitting here, 
Jessica the Prego Terror. Welcome back to the Nerd of God guest. Hi, everyone. Wait, you're Hello. sponsored by a Prego now? <laughs> <laughs> it's in there. Personally, I prefer Ragu. Right? <laughs> she is uh, Jessica and, uh, and and baby Jacob here in yes. the house. Ooh. Yes. Uh, if Jacob has something to say, tell him he hasn't earned the right to be on the mic yet. So no. just, uh, and he's also still inside your uterus. He's got to wait a while. He's got. He's, he's got the a deuterus. Uh, he's the deuterus in the uterus. <laughs> <laughs> right off the gate, there. <laughs> it wasn't even silly jokes with Julie. Already Todd. gone off the rails. You, you brought guys. up the uterus. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. Uh, so tonight we're going to do instead of best thing ever, we're going to do predictions on how many more babies Jessica's going to have. Um, I say eight. Eight oh. after this one. Three. Please no. A whole basketball team. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jessica, the fallopian freeway team? saddler. Please no. I'm not my dad. <laughs> oh, snap. Your dad? Your dad, <laughs> <laughs> your dad has birthed nine children? <laughs> no, he's bothered about that many. <laughs> well, you're talking about things that cause fear in us. I would. I think that if I, if I found out that my dad was pregnant, <laughs> I'd be afraid <laughs> on so many different levels. So many different levels. Octodad. But we're not going to talk about that thing. <laughs> if you have been offended by anything that we've said or done tonight, there's a pretty good statistical chance that you have been. We? That was you. <laughs> well, by, by me or us. We're a, we're a unit. <laughs> we're a unit here. We're all in this together. Uh, culpability is... Uh, is, is you know a part of the corporation here. Uh, you can let us know uh, by following us on the social medias. Connect with us. Give us a shout out. How can they do that, Stephen Salisbury? Well, they can connect with us at all the different social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and I think Snapchat, maybe. I don't know. No, never. No Snapchat. At Nerd of Godcast. You can also go to our website at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can join our small group. That's the Nerd of God Squad on Facebook. That's You can go there by going to Facebook, type in the Nerd of God Squad, or go to www.nogsquad.com. The Nerd of God Squad. Share some memes and live your... Dreams. I hate you so that much. That pause was more pregnant than Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> good save, good save. Good one, Neff. Yeah, well, you know, I... I, I as, as I usually do, I have questions for you guys. And now <laughs> it's time for our two-question interview. It's the two-question interview. Bum, bum. Tonight... We are talking about all the things that give us uh, spooky, scary feelings, and uh, our two-question interview is no different. Um, it is Halloween season. Now, I know some Christians, not big fans of the Halloween kind of vibe. Myself, personally, not a huge fan of the Halloween vibe. I do love candy, though, and I kind of like carving pumpkins, uh, but I did dress up for Halloween as a kid. Did everybody here dress up? For- I did. Yes. yes. You did not, no. Alexandria. No. Nick, you did not either. Like, no. not even, like, for, like, Harvest Festivals? Like, dress up as no. your favorite Bible character? No. Oh, Jehovah's Witness. I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, so Halloween's from the devil. Well, devil! <laughs> My family's not going to even though I was also Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses, Witness. right? Birthdays and Halloween. Birthdays, Halloween, Christmas, Christmas Thanksgiving, Easter. Basically anything that Reese's yeah. makes a shaped peanut butter yeah. concoction but they, for. But they really go all out for Flag Day. They love yeah. Flag Day. They, they, they find true love no, on Flag actually, Day. No, actually, yeah. they don't like Flag Day. Yeah, they don't pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh my wow. gosh! Wow! Only kids sitting down in the classroom. Hey, but, but Arbor Day, Arbor Day. <laughs> That's where the party is. <laughs> they don't like trees either. What? So if you're a Jehovah's Nature. Witness and you're in Canada, do you get Boxing Day? No, because violence. President's Day. Because violence. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to celebrate anything. No because, days. Because it it takes away from the worship of Jehovah. Mm-hmm. What if it's a day dedicated to the worship of Jehovah, like Easter? 
It's or Resurrection Sunday. Jesus isn't God. There's there's oh, a memorial. Yeah. That's the closest thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. They, have, they celebrate something called um, remembrance, mm-hmm. but you can only partake of that if you're part of the 144,000. Exactly. Sounds like I mean, really you can go to the novel. service, but you can't take the communion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really That's frustrating to um, me, and I didn't nice know. Nice and fourteen. Huh? Nice and fourteen. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I didn't know I was so mad at Jehovah's Witnesses or mad for them. I probably I feel mad for them. Literally every holiday that we had like a celebration in element like elementary school, you'd have like like Valentine's Day parties or Halloween parties. I had to go to the library and hang out with the librarian. Wow. I'm serious. I wasn't allowed to be in there. Was wow. the librarian also a Jehovah's Witness? No. No, but I got she to play with the laminator. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Well, you didn't Silver see was her face lighting up as she remembered that. The librarian used to make you do the filing for her. She, she knows the Dewey Decimal System left and right. I do. She, no, she doesn't know any Christmas decimals. carols, but she knows the Dewey Decimal System. And for chorus concerts, I wasn't allowed to sing. I had to step off the stage. Wow. So wow. Mr. Duff used to have to put me on the edge of the platform so, so I could step off. Your birthday, your birthday is the 23rd of August, right? Mm-hmm. So from now on, when it's your birthday... And Jessica's your your December one. December eleventh? Nope. What is nineteenth? The nineteenth. How did you go from two to eleven? I was gonna say twelfth. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like twelfth. The twelfth also starts with two. That's true. Just remember December, birth miss. December eleventh. And, and so on December 11th and on August thir- August 23rd. The 19th. Whatever. December 19th. <laughs> December 19th. <laughs> whatever. You're not even part of this show anymore. Shut up. <laughs> Did you say December 11th again? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter what Remember. day. Isn't that a holiday? We are going to, it is. It's called the Let's Make Up for Lost Time, and let's all do nice things for Jessica and for Alexandria, who are deprived. We uh, should make all of the seasons happen on one day. We're going to give them Arbor Day and Easter and Valentine's Day and Boxing Day. I don't know if this is more Leslie Nope or Nightmare Before Christmas. Colum- I'm not sure. <laughs> Columbus Day, if that's still allowed. I don't know anymore. I'm confused about everything. No, it's Indigenous People's Day. And, well, oh, that's I forgot so about weird. that. Uh, anyhow, we're we're going to talk about all the things that make us, uh, you know, that our two question interview. We're going to talk about all the things for those of us that did dress up for Halloween. Uh, what was your favorite thing that you ever dressed up for uh, for Halloween? Nick, you weren't Jehovah's Witness. No, I just didn't like dressing up. Yeah, that that. So wait, your, your whole family that, didn't that fits. dress up. I mean, that fits you. Stephen, what was something you dressed up as Halloween that you really liked? Your favorite Halloween costume? Um, I don't know, because I had some like dumb ones when I was a teenager. Um. Because I was lazy. Like you put on just a regular t-shirt that says, this is my costume? No, but this was back when I thought I wanted to be in a rap group, and it was me and my friend Keith, so we just switched hats, and that had our names on it, and we just went as each other. That was a pretty dumb Halloween costume. Nice. Uh, but I have to say- No, no that, that, that's, that's the- uh, I, I just I didn't think I hated you. I, I never really hated you, but I really hated that answer. <laughs> I hated that answer too. Man. But if I had to select my favorite, the one that comes to mind was when I I think I was like four or five. I was the Blue Ranger for Halloween, and oh, it came cool. with like the gloves that if you like like pinched like your thumb and your index finger together, the it made Batman. like the sure, but it made like the sound that they would make on the show when they would like. Like throw a, throw a punch. Oh, that's so, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. I Had like the big plastic mask. Blue Ranger was your favorite, right? Yes, Billy. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. awesome. What do you think, man? Neff? Just Halloween, specifically Halloween. <laughs> just, I want to know what your you have other days that you dress up on. Well, we used to do rock goes, band. Oh, yeah. Like nights. that's not Halloween. No, though. let's uh, let's. I'll I'll give it to you. Give, go ahead. Oh. So one time, me and my friend, we used to have rock band nights where we all dress up as like different rock band members or just like. A, a rock aesthetic, which I may have pronounced weirdly. You did a little little Mike Tyson there. <laughs> it's a it's a rock aesthetic. <laughs> it's uh we we were really cool rock and roll guitar heroes. <laughs> so, look, look, look at me, I'm gonna hit star power. 
If you don't have star power, you thunk. <laughs> so we, me, me, and my best friend and his wife, uh, we all dressed up as uh, Kiss, but we were all. You wanted wore, the best, you got the best. Yeah, exactly. But I wore like a striped like shirt, like a mime, and then like a beret, and I, we went as French Kiss. I remember that. Ah, that was funny. That's you, you wanted le best, you got le best. <laughs> <laughs> so Jessica, no costumes for you. A few years we were. My, the rest of my family is Catholic, so we got pressured into <laughs> being let to trick or treat. They were they were witness ish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um. So it. when I was a teenager, there was one year I dressed up as a dead hippie. A dead hippie? Yep, like ninth grade. And then there was another year when I was younger that I was Babs Bunny from Tiny Toons. Okay. Oh. Those are two very different ends of the, the polar are. spectrum, like right? It. You know, between four and 14, you know. Well, so which one, you were four when you dressed up as a dead hippie? No. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Other way around? Jessica, you've always had a very Wednesday Adams vibe. I've, I've always yeah. loved that about you. No more Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, Julia... I, I'm going to be real with you. I feel like all of my Halloween costumes my whole life were kind of lackluster. I can't think of one that I We'll be the judge liked. of that. Give us your three most lackluster then, and we will judge you accordingly. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sure at some point I was like, I'm going to be a cat. Put on cat ears, drew cat whiskers on my face. Do you know how many people are going to be a cat for Halloween this year? Yeah, but so like many. 17. I'm, I'm a, at least 17. I work at a middle school. You know how many kids He's dress as a cat during school? You know how many teachers, yeah. how many teachers dress as cats? Too many. Too many. Many. I don't know. I guess um, probably some version of a pop star because that's what I wanted to be. So that's what I was. But nothing ever really was super scary or cool. I just was like, meh. That's why I kind of still want to dress up for Halloween. But like, what would I be and where would I go? You know? So I'm going to take you okay. to Spirit Halloween on Monday, November 1st when all the pri- the, all the costumes go on, di- on sale. <laughs> okay. And we're going to buy a costume and we're going to have a dress up. Ooh. Okay, sounds good. Okay. I want to go. Yeah, yeah guys, why let's not? Go. Okay. Sorry, but in fact, it, it would be way easier on me if you guys just went together and I didn't have to go. Word. Yeah. <laughs> um, when, when, my, when my sisters uh, were teenagers, young teens, I guess, middle school age, uh, they wanted to dress up. My my sister Scotty specifically wanted to dress up like Sting, the professional wrestler, <laughs> and she wanted to dress up specifically as NWO Wolfpack Sting. Oh, with, with the red face, and so I, I made her. I did her face makeup for her, and she dressed up with the Wolfpack shirt on and the tights and stuff. And she went with baseball bat, the whole deal, with a Sting. Nice. And I was not planning on dressing up because at that time I was I was in college and you know just whatever. But then I thought, nah, kids are going to be coming to the house and I'm giving away candy. I always like giving away candy. That's that's fun, you know, whatever. Um, and so I, I used kind of some of the leftover makeup and I kind of did the uh, a, a beard. I got a wig on, put my bandana on, my NWO shirt, and uh, I dressed up as Scott Hall, uh, NWO Scott Hall, and it was one of the most like there was this little boy that came to the door and he went, oh my gosh, I think that's really him. There was no no way that you could have confused me for Scott Hall, who's like six foot six and, you know, obviously in way better shape than I was. But to this little boy, I was razor flipping Ramon when I answered that door. I was like, I opened the door. I was like, hey, yo. And they they really enjoyed it. That was that little. I have no idea where that kid is right now. He's probably in his 30s, but he has no idea that he made my Halloween by thinking that I was actually the real Scott Hall. I forgot that whenever I became a Christian, my first church that I went to, they had trunk or treat. And I was like, I need a quick and easy costume. And our whole like trunk was like art themed. So I was Bob Ross. (gasps) 
<clears throat> oh wait, that's sick. So I did Bob Ross, right? So I'm like, I have like the hair, the beard, the whole thing. Um, except a lot of little kids would come up and say, thank you, mister. Aww. They thought you were a real guy? They thought I was a guy. That's not bad. That's what, that means the costume was effective. They did have a beard and kids kind of stupid. The immersion. Yeah. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't know who Bob Ross was so, at the, the time. And I'm not mad at that. I, I'm actually, I celebrate that for you. Can I tell you what I am mad at? That we spent like 40 minutes talking about how Jehovah's Witnesses can't dress up and then you two Jehovah's Witnesses talk about how you dressed up. Well, I'm not a Jehovah's Witness anymore. Whatever, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like it's we like, laid a foundation and built nothing on it. <laughs> like the one time in my life that I dressed up for Halloween. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> well, what I want to see everybody's coolest. So if you have a picture of you as Bob Ross, I want to I post this on yes. Nerdy God Squad page. Uh, I want all of you guys to find your cool Halloween pictures. I'm going to see if I can find me as Scott Hall. We'll post it on the Nerdy God Squad page, and then we're going to let the squad share with us some of their coolest Halloween, coolest clean Halloween pictures. Like we don't, I don't want to see uh, any of... Of your photos if you dressed up like an S-L-U-T-T-Y Ninja Turtle. Scott. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one can breathe. Yep. We're all okay. Yep. Question number two. Um, what is, uh, what's something that you should not be afraid of, but you totally are? And this could be something in real life. This could be something in your mind. This could be something in pop culture. What's something that you're, I, I, there's no reason for me to be afraid of this. And yet, I am, Neff. <laughs> Watching people go down holes in the ground. What? Ooh, yeah, like being sucked like, into the earth. I don't. I like if I'm watching a video and somebody goes into like a really tight hole in the ground. Mm. I get really scared for some reason. Yeah. Like a like a manhole or, or like, like, like spelunking. Yeah, spelunking mostly. But like, Ooh, don't watch. Yeah, like and, any of that. Like it's just like I can't. I can't deal. Mm. It just freaks me out because I'm especially when, it, when it's videos. What's down there? What's gonna get him? Well, I don't care about that. It's getting <laughs> stuck. That scares me. Don't watch as somebody who hours. as somebody who gets stuck very easily. Uh, in like, like like Winnie the Pooh in, in the honey hole. Yeah, there, right? exactly. Yeah. Like, a simple crevasse <laughs> could be my very downfall. You're, you're our very own baby Jessica. No. Hey. That's a, that is a reference that That's no one... I get, that. I get yeah. it, because I'm named after her. <laughs> oh, hey. The baby in the well. We've learned too much. <laughs> if that shows you my age. Uh, Commitment. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was so ready to be like, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, no, for realsies, I hate deep water. Mm. Like it's, I don't know what's under there. I don't know what's gonna eat me. I'd say that's a legitimate fear, though. Now wait a minute. Do you mean like deep natural water or even like a deep pool? No, like the ocean. She doesn't even like her bath like, being too high. <laughs> <laughs> like Crater Lake. No, I just don't like the idea of like, like if I'm at the ocean, if I'm at the beach, I can only go out like so far. Like wherever your feet touch, and that's it. Yeah, and then yeah. that's it. I don't like. Do you, have you ever had the fear, like in a swimming pool, that the wall was going to slide open and a shark was going to come out? Yeah. I'm not afraid of that anymore, but for many, many years, I very much was. Like, that was a real thing. I thought that the wall mm -hmm. was going to slide open and a shark was going to come out. And that doesn't even make sense. Why would my grandparents have a shark hidden in their pool? <laughs> pro pro Why would they not, Neff? Probably because you've been bad. Oh. Oh, I just, like, in a similar way, I don't like lakes. Yeah. Like, I'll be fine in the ocean, fine in a pool, like, being in a lake, in the water. I think it's, like, the moss or something. Like see, something about that is yeah. just, like, you really yeah. cannot see. You really I was, cannot. I was water skiing in a lake one time, Lake Monticello in Virginia, and mm -hmm. and, a, and we, we, were, we were behind this boat, and a piece of seaweed got up on my leg, and I, it was the most irrational reaction. Like, ah! I mean, whatever came out of me. 
It's got me. Pretty much ruined my chance of getting a girlfriend for the rest of the school year. (laughs) (laughs) I hate lakes and I hate like the idea of amoebas. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Like, yes, yeah. because growing into, up, like, like a friend skin. of mine, um, like swallowed like like lake water because she was swimming. I don't know. She's she swallowed an amoeba and she had like this horrible stomach mm. thing. Like, and she's okay, but that scarred me. I was like, I can get sick because it's hot outside. It's like no, being, thank you. Yeah. I will not be at the lake this summer. I just wanted to have some water sports, and now I'm being killed by the Andromeda strain. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyways, I don't like lakes. Jessica, what are you what are you afraid of that you shouldn't really be afraid of, but you totally are? Drains. <gasps> Ooh. Like standing too close to the drain, I don't like it. Mm. Like so, like the shower drain? Yeah. So I like I, I make sure that the shower water hits like as far away as possible without hitting the back wall. Wait, really? I just don't really? like to be near the drain. I don't want my feet near the drain. Don't like it. Like oh. at Hilton Head, those showers were so small and I was just like it was it was. Are tough you for me. afraid of what's gonna come out of it or if you're gonna I'd, fall into like, it? Like I'm gonna fall into it. Like Has for you the irrational. Same, same. No, but they're tiny. Like you're, I mean, you're, I know. Tiny, you're tiny, but you're not that tiny. No, I know, but I, like, I don't know. I guess like maybe when I was like younger, like maybe the drain wasn't closed and like my toe got stuck in there one time. I don't ah, know. Okay, now I'm afraid of it too. <laughs> there was a movie that my, my dad used to watch horror movies all the time, and I hate, I hate horror movies. Oh, you really do? That surprises me. But my, yeah, I just definitely do. But my dad used to watch them all the time, and there was some mm. movie he watched, and I don't, I don't remember what it was, but I remember a scene of someone in the shower, and like this ooze came up. Through the shower drain. That's Ghostbusters too. No, that wasn't. It's probably the blob. <laughs> I wonder if it was Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, whatever it was. It was slubber. Thank you for for. <laughs> like, there's so many objects. It was because it was Robin Williams in the shower. Yeah, makes total sense. <laughs> totally. Uh, no, but it. I don't know what it was, but yeah, I I get that feeling. Now that you said that, there's like a little like repressed fear that's just kind of broken free in me, and I thank you so much. You're welcome. Every, so people well. are gonna people are gonna be traumatized after listening to this because they're like, one time Lise Mati told me that she has this fear. Mm. Uh, of of uh, doors in a bathroom that have a little push lock, like the little like you like push uh, the lock yeah. on the doorknob. If you push the lock and and it, like it, but you're not sure if it's locked or not. Yeah, yeah, I get and, that. and like like using the bathroom and a lock like that, and and I, that never bothered me in my entire life. But the bathrooms at the, at the church in the lobby of the church. Um, have this little push lock on the door, and I would like go to the bathroom in there, and I would always feel like someone's gonna walk. Thank out, you, right? Lismati. Thank you. <laughs> I was never afraid of this in my life, and now you've made me aware of it. So now hopefully, so much now people are yeah, people are not gonna be afraid now. Hopefully, of shower drains and uh, that's the next Shyamalan movie. That's it. The drain. <laughs> the shower. The shower. The shower. <laughs> I, yeah, there. You know, I've been around some people no. that seem to be afraid of showering, but I was in youth ministry for a long time. <laughs> what else we got? Carnies. <laughs> Tiny hands. You really just <laughs> wasted your answer on an Austin Powers reference. I don't really think I have an, a weird, like, irrational fear like that. Really? Not really? that I can think of. You're not, like, afraid the of, like, closest clowns I, or something? The closest, well, I wouldn't you're, say that's you're irrational. You're afraid of peacocks. Like, that's different. I was attacked by oh, one when I was a child. Oh, no, that's, that's different. it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that, it's that's not like thing. That's not like, oh, that's irrational. It's just You're weird. getting pretty defensive right now. Yeah. That's <laughs> like me saying I'm afraid of ducks because I was bit by a duck. If you have, like, a legit childhood trauma from something, it's okay to be. And I can be around a peacock. I just get nervous, but I'm not, like. I need to. I need to run away, screaming. Oh, that's why I don't like chickens. I get. I get you. Well, I chickens you. bite. Chickens. They, they took my sandwich from under the picnic table one time. These horrible. birds so are wiling out. That's, I don't know what know. to do. Steven, that's a rational fear. Because birds that. aren't real. <laughs> no, they were, they were, that's a good. They were killed by Ronald Reagan, <laughs> and they work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a, a bougie bourgeoisie? Is it a bourgeoisie? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Tony's face. Secrets uncovered. <laughs> 
Nick, are you afraid of anything irrational? So I have a, I'm, it's called a tryptophobia. I don't know uh, if you've ever heard of that. Yeah. If you're it's, a, it's the. It's afraid. Are you afraid of eating turkey on Thanksgiving? No. no. Uh, it's the, the it's the tiny tiny little holes. holes. Yeah. All next yeah. to each other. See a yeah. sequence of holes. Like a lotus yeah. pod yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. Do you know those picnic tables that are just like holes? Do you hate that? That doesn't bother me. I think no, it's a it dark, like really tiny, tiny holes, like a like a wasp nest almost. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's why you don't yeah, like those them. Awful. Yeah. Tiny, tiny holes. Yeah. <laughs> it's tiny weird. Holes. Don't show me your just, belly button. Just just Google tryptophobia. And no, I don't think I will. <laughs> you, you'll know oh, whether or not pretty, you have it. It's pretty intense. Ooh. Everyone at this table, and by everyone I mean Steven, is googling it. Yeah, you just, it was like one person, and you just decided, that's every single person. No, I was saying we should all do it, but then you were already doing it, and it's too late. Moments passed. Um, This this shouldn't be, uh, and I think I've even talked about this before, and I'm not proud of myself, but there were these little alien creatures that used to show up in Ernie's room on Sesame Street. And they were just like, they were just, I don't even know how to describe them. They almost look like towels with big mouths and eyeballs. And they would just go, yip, 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 There was one at Megacon. Terrifying to me. Terrifying to me. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. swallowed by one? I don't know what. I don't know what. But they like if I see them now, like my first reaction isn't one of nostalgia. My first reaction isn't, and then I go, okay, all right, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. You can't hurt me. You have no power here. <laughs> but but my first reaction is always Ugh. that and getting my teeth broken off in the hood of a car. That's a whole. Oh, I'm so sorry. I t- okay. So, <laughs> Julia, just don't even talk. I hate you still. I won't. I'm sorry for bringing that you. up the other day. Yeah, you really. I mean, that was that really made me feel uncomfortable. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, so let us know what you're uh, what you're afraid of that you probably shouldn't be afraid of. Uh, again, connect with us on social medias and uh, let us know what the worst thing ever for your phobias could be. Speaking of worst thing ever, do you guys know what time it is? It's time for the best thing ever. 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 Yes, really, we're not there for me on that one. Ever. <laughs> ever. I feel like I really telegraphed the, the transition. but Ever. It's just an echo again? effect. We're, we're a little bit... Ever. <laughs> this is your worst nightmare. This is it. <laughs> this, this is, is it. his greatest fear. His worst fear? Ever. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the best thing ever. Uh, today's uh, contest is uh, it's it's the final. This is it. This is the finale. But before we get there, we have to find out who made it to the finale. Of course, we have Troy Barnes and Abed Nadir. Yeah, Ooh, community. They are already in the final, which is insane. But they made it. I know. can't believe. Wait, I'm, who, who I'm excited. They, who did they beat again? It's been a while. Kirk and Spock. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Yep. That's insane. In I the don't. Semis. This is. This is. I'm mad. No. This is what happens when the you people miss have spoken. People have spoken. And then last last episode, our best thing ever contest was. Doc Brown and Marty McFly. Great okay. Scott. Versus Samwise Gamgee and Frodo Baggins. Yeah, buddy. Hmm. Steven, who do you think won? I don't want to answer because my... You have to answer. Not. You, of all people, must answer. The ultimate question. Sam and Frodo. It has to be. So, it was pretty close. Okay. I, so, have, not, I have not even seen the result yet, honestly. Yeah. Like, I promised everybody. So it wasn't close at all. <laughs> was it not? <laughs> so it was a percentage. <laughs> so who won? Just let us know. Rip the band-aid off, man. Sam and Frodo. Shut up would. right now. I yep. of course they did. 
I yep. mean, it was no sense. contest. Let's be honest. I mean, it yeah, it, it was. It was what needed to be done. Yes, of one. Course. There can only be one. I know it's a Highlander <laughs> reference, Honestly. but still, the one, the one team to rule them now, all. Julia, you still haven't seen Lord of the Rings. I have not. That's the fear Julia. that keeps me up at night. <laughs> That's that, why she voted for Doc and Marty. Ew. There's kind of a repeating pattern of holes on your sweater here. How does how does Nick feel about that? Not, not what we're talking about. Not what we're talking about. <laughs> so with this win by Sam and Frodo, they have entered themselves into the final. The final. Da, 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 da. Against da, 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 da. Troy and Abed. So it's Troy and Abed versus Sam and Frodo. What do you guys think? What there's, do you guys think is going to happen? There is zero. I love Troy and Abed. There is zero chance they're going to yeah, walk out of this. There's, there's no, no way. way. They are going to be thrown into the fires and, of Mount Doom. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not even going to be like so a second thought. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So, but... It all comes down to who votes and who don't vote. Yeah. And you can vote at nerdofgodcast.com and you can cast your ballot on who you think should be the best thing ever. I am really anxious about this one, you guys. Are you scared? I am scared, and scared. the only way, <laughs> the only the only respite I can have from this fear that is overtaking me right now is for us to take a short break. We will be right back. Well, hello there, old people. My name is Jimothy Ellsworth the Sixth, and I'm here to tell you about a major epidemic reaching far across this great nation: youths scaring old folk. Every year. Around the time of All Hallows' Eve, packs of wild children come out and scare seniors through mischievous shenanigans, resulting in flashbacks, loss of bowel control, <laughs> and even heart attacks. So how can we combat this horrible trend sweeping over the minds of our young? Well, I'm here with a solution from the good people at Spoopy. Spoopy is a senior-friendly organization whose main objective is to save the greatest generation from absolute embarrassment. For just a low, low rate of $295 a day, the wonderful people at Spoopy will show up to your house and hide in your bushes, ready to pounce and tackle any hooligans trying to frighten you and your elderly spouse. Now I know what you're thinking, what if I get scared by the people in my bush? What if I forget that they're there like I've forgotten where I am? Where, where am I? Who are you? Why do my knees hurt before it rains? Where did I leave my teeth? What was I talking about? Spoopy is there for you when your children and grandchildren aren't. So pretty much all the time these days. So, so call this number, or enter it into your technologically confusing flip phone. 1-800-69-69-447. That's 1-800-OW! My hip! If you're getting harassed by Gen Z, make spoopy Plan A. And remember, if things are getting spooky, don't poopy, call spoopy. <laughs> It's time for Silly Jokes with Julia, the part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. Did you guys hear about the two silkworms that challenge each other to a race? 
What no. happened? It ended in a tie. Ah. Wow. <laughs> this has been Silly Jokes with Julia. Join us next time when Julia says... What's the clock's favorite time? What? I don't know. It's got to be 6.30, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Two weeks in a row where I had at least one good joke. <laughs> I liked the first one. Yeah, really I was advanced. I was halfway through the second one before I got the first one. <laughs> I'm, not pr- I'm not proud of myself. Yay. Uh, all right, we're going to play a game real quick, and uh, we got some some teams tonight. So it's going to be Alexandria and Steven. High five. Turkey. Okay. Neff and Jessica. Hey. Hey. And Jacob. Yep. And, uh, oh, that's not fair. They get a one-up on us. And uh, it's going to be me and Julia. Wee! Oh. So you guys have your, your scorecards in front of you, and we're going to play a game called Your Worst Nightmare. Bum, bum, bum. And this is the way it's going to go. I'm going to take four cards. I'm going to put them at random right in front where everybody can see them. And you are going to write down, and, and we'll take turns. So it'll be one person on the team, and then the next round it'll go to the next person on the team. So, uh, Alexandria, you will be order- answering for you. You know, whoever has the pen, you're answering only for yourself. So on the left, you're going to put the four things uh, that you're afraid of in the order in which you fear them most. From so, the cards. From the cards. Okay. Oh, okay. So from the cards, I'll put four cards down. You're going to put the four things in the order in which you fear them the most. And then you're going to pick another person on another team, and you're going to choose what their order is. So, Alexandria, you may choose Jessica and then write down her order. You get one point for everyone that you nail completely correctly. So first write down yours in order. Keep them secret from everyone else because you don't want them guessing you. And uh, then we will uh, see how this shakes out. Here we go. Uh, and you can only guess the person, uh, somebody who's actually playing. So round one, it's Alexandria, Jessica, Julia. Okay. So, uh, okay. That way, because there's no way to prove what you guys, what we would have written gotcha. down. So the girls will be guessing for the girls. Guys will be guessing for the guys. Correct. Okay. okay. All right, girls. All right. So here is our first four fears. We have addicts. We have cubicles. We have toilets overflowing. Mm -hmm. And we have food poisoning. Mm. So you're going to write down those fears in the order in which you fear them. Choose another person and then write down them in the order in which they fear them. We'll try to make this go quick. We'll play a couple rounds and then we'll move on. Run, run. <laughs> I just imagined a beach umbrella chasing a man yeah. during a storm. Yes. Are you guys all done? Yeah. Yes, done? Yep. All right, I got it. All right. So, Alexandria, who did you choose? Je- uh, Julia. Julia. And uh, what order in which did you did you place these uh, these fears in? Food poisoning. Food poisoning is one. Toilets overflowing. Toilets overflowing, two. Addicts. Addicts. And cubicles. And cubicles. Julia, did she get any of those right? She got all of them right. Everyone <laughs> right. Which means not only do you get four points for getting each of those right, you get a bonus point for having Heck a sweep. Yeah. So now you are at five points. Congratulations. Jessica, who did you guess? I also picked Julia. And how Ooh. did you do on your, your score? What, uh, what? I think I only got cubicles right. All right. So okay. what? To give us your order for, for Julia. Uh, I put addicts, food poisoning, toilets, and cubicles. Nope. Yeah. Just, just cubicles. cubicles. Yeah. All right. So you get one point. It's not, yeah, a, not yeah, a complete right. miss. Respect. And Julia, who did you guess? Alexandria. Alexandria. And what was your guess for Alexandria? I guess she would be the same as mine. Food poisoning, toilets overflowing, addicts, and cubicles. No. It's 
cubicles, food poisoning, toilets overflowing, and attics. Wow, I failed so badly. We know who the real so you friend didn't, is. You didn't here. get any of them correct? <laughs> I got none of them. You're on my team, Julia. I need you to step it up here a little bit, okay? I thought she would have some abuse to me. Okay, so Jessica, what were your what was your order then Snapple. for you personally? Food poisoning. Attics, overflowing, and overflowing toilets and cubicles. Okay. All right. So you guys go ahead and race your cards, pass them to your partners, um, and we are going to draw four more fears. Alexandria, you did like really good. How did you reason for mine? Um, because I felt like you don't like getting sick. If you get sick and a toilet overflows, you wouldn't know what to do. And I feel like you would panic. <laughs> and then like attics, like tight, creepy spaces. You don't know what's really up there. And then a cubicle. It's not really that scary, yeah. but for me, it's the scariest because it stifles my adventurous spirit. It's the creativity. It's like the chains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took this very seriously. All right, <laughs> moving forward. Here we go. Uh, our next four fears are getting a song stuck in your head, songs stuck in your head, getting tickled, <laughs> losing your keys, <laughs> or giving blood. Mm. <laughs> we're very into this. Yes, we're like, oh, I see. What are the weaknesses of the people around me? Let me take note. What would your biggest fear out of this one be, Julia? Me? Hmm. Giving blood. What about you, Jessica? Yeah, what do you think? Losing my keys. Really? My, my top one, yeah. Wait, why? You have a, a spouse that would have a copy of the keys, right? No. Really? Like, no. <laughs> oh. What is There's the first one? one? Uh, getting a song stuck in your head. Oh. Uh, that happens. Uh, bird, 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 uh, bird, 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 bird. Welcome, bird, you guys. Bird, bird. Um, <laughs> getting tickled. I feel like I would accidentally punch somebody, and I would feel really bad. I, I would laugh hysterically. At maybe that, that should so be my first fear right now. <laughs> Last time I tried to give blood, I actually passed out, and they poured water all over me to wake me up. My arm hurt really badly last time I gave blood, and I like. I don't think it. All, I don't think they accepted it. <laughs> we all good, boys. Yep. Yes. All right. Here we go. I guess um, Neff or Julia. What order do we need to go in here? Neff, Steven, Tony. Okay, Neff, go for it. All right, I guess Tony's fears. All right, tell me. Uh, number one, keys. Two, blood. Three, tickled. Four, song. You got two of them right. Oh, all right, cool. Steven? I guess Neff's fears. Oh, okay, so I'll just tell you what mine are. I didn't oh. know if you were guessing mine, too. Oh, no. Uh, losing my keys was number one, then tickled, then giving blood, which doesn't really frighten me, and getting a song stuck in your head, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And if anybody put that any uh, higher than number four... You're ridiculous. <laughs> Who did you pick? It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Well, if you picked me, I picked Neff. So if you picked me that way, I, I picked you. Okay, then you go next because you, no. you were called on by Neff. No, okay. you were called so, on by Julia. Yeah, I'm right, in so charge for, here. So for Neff, I'm assuming now that this is not going to be right because it's the same exact order that he picked Tony's. But it was keys, then blood, then tickled, then song stuck in your head. You got one right. Which one? Keys. Okay, what are the rest? Two what are the rest of Yeah, what's the order? Uh, keys, tickled, song, and then blood. Really? So you're not afraid at all of giving blood. Nope. But you don't mind. But, but a song stuck in your head would be worse than that. Like a yeah. song stuck in your head doesn't have any adverse effects. Because I can get, get really annoyed by it, and I get, I don't, I get. Shark. And then getting tickled, I don't like when people touch me. Which is like, I don't like. Yeah, that was a really great. All right, so Stephen, I guess for you. Yes. Number one, keys. Number two, blood. Number three, tickled. Number four, song. You got one right, and that was the song. It goes tickled, keys, blood, and then song. I don't like being tickled. Don't tickle me. Yeah, fine. Hmm. 
feel like you've given us don't you you've given it. us all a very powerful weapon against you. Yeah. Please don't razor? anybody tickle me. Against. I will punch. Julia, we are definitely losing at this game. Yep. Well, I only got one point. Yeah, but you had yeah, five points from the first round. So. Yeah. It's all about you, Steven. Because I'm. You we got a teammate. Down, you <laughs> See that? That's what I thought we were supposed to do. Was to mark this, and Steven said no. All right, here we go. Where Next. are we supposed to put our points on this thing? You, you, at the bottom, the circle, the the little numbers down there. But what's the what's these things for? It's, it's just for a divider. It's for That's a for Joe. It's just a different thing. Oh. It's a different thing that we're not doing. Oh my bad. So this just X off the circles as you get points. Uh, all right, here we go. Your next four fears are mm-hmm. knives, ladies, walking over sidewalk grates, ladies, <laughs> heels. <laughs> they get stuck. What do you want from me? Depths, ladies. <laughs> Sounds way creepier when you say <laughs> it. And drinking out of other people's glasses. Death. Sorry, I get thirsty. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> all of those are number one for me. I can't, I can't. Decide if somebody pulls a knife on Steven, puts him over a sidewalk grate, pushes him <laughs> deep into the sewer, and makes him drink out of a glass, that's pretty much hell for Steven. Yeah. But and it's pretty clever to put a who put that glass in that who sewer. Who put that grate? glass? In, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was it. it I would, I would not follow it. that cloud. It down did there. it. He did it. Gross. Yeah, it's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggest fear. I think I just inhaled like a half a cup of cherry vanilla lime coke. <laughs> I think you inhaled the air around a cherry vanilla lime coke. A little bit of both. Are we, got, are we good with our answers? I'm ready. All right, here we go. We'll have uh, Jessica go first. Uh, I picked Alexandria. Alexandria. Um, Depths, grates, knives, and drinking someone else's drink. How many did she get? Wait, who did you pick? You. Let her go first. Okay. So I tried that. I, got I guessed depths, grates, drinking from other people's glasses, and then knives. You got two out of four. I did? Yay. Jessica got, got it on the money. On the money. Uh, <coughs> five points money. for Team J- Jeff. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you got or, 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 or Nessica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I so like we two. <laughs> two points. I like <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> My Chad. name is Jeff. Cub. Okay. My name is, is Jacob too. Yeah. Quentin. Quentin Gurgly Neff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So oh. we then so we got two points. You guys got All the right. five. So I I picked Jessica. Mm. I guessed greats, drinking from other people's glasses, depths, and knives. You got two right. Oh, okay. Knives has to be the last one. Yeah. 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 She's so packing knives right now. She has. I know. Strapped <laughs> I like- to her. Which, which ones did I get correct? Yeah. Did you pick me or no? No, she picked no, me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so you got depths and greats, right? Wait, what was it? Same got, again? I said greats, oh, no. glasses, depths, and knives. Okay, so you got number two and four, right? Okay, so glasses. Okay, so depths was number one. It's like clear. Yes. Did we all agree with depths then? I believe it was Colonel Mustard. Oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> what were your... F- what, oh, my fears were depths, knives... Walking on grates and drinking after other people. Nice. Gross. That's how you get mono. By the way, Neff, it was Professor Plum. It doesn't matter if you have mono. I said plum. It doesn't matter if you have mono if you've been stabbed to death and fallen in a sewer grate, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I have a knife sticking out of me and I'm down here in the sewer really deep, but I got mono too. And I, maybe I'm just really bored. I don't I'm know. I'm just not feeling well. I'm, I'm not feeling very stereotypical. You're too many things rumbling on me now. My life is in mono. 
gentlemen, here we go. All right. Mice or rats? Gentlemen. Oh, snap. Oh, rat. Germs. Ladies and germs. <laughs> Funeral homes. Funeral oh. homes and Friday the 13th, the day, not the movie. Yeah, Julia can. Funeral homes. Mice slash rats is one. Germs and Friday the 13th. Again, the date, not the movie. Jessica, what's your number one out of this? Yeah. Um. Is it rats? Probably germs. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually pretty cool with, with mice and rats. Me too. Julia? <laughs> Fun story. Funeral homes. Uh, my mom's friend when they were little kids had uh, she had a best friend that like her parents owned a morgue so they would go downstairs in the basement of the house and play like funeral and like I guess my mom got into one of the coffins and like stood up out of the coffin and scared them all to death and I think that's the best story ever so you're afraid of funeral I'm not I think it's just hilarious oh (laughs) (laughs) so probably germs as well yeah I feel like funeral homes is my number two Alexandria um I don't know. I feel like my mom was pretty superstitious growing up, so I am, because of that, a little bit superstitious, so I'm always afraid that I'm going to die on Friday the 13th. I'm not superstitious. I'm, I'm just a little regular superstitious. All right, Steven, then go first. All right, so I guessed for you, Tony. Hey, man. Oh. And I said mice, germs, funeral homes, and Friday the 13th. You did not get any of my answers. Yay. That's a zero for you. <laughs> Yay. I was really, I was really cheered Sorry. for you too. I, I thought, I thought you would get this perfectly. You. I well, this, I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, clearly. Oh. Neff, <laughs> what are your guesses, man? Uh, I guess for Steven. Okay. I said uh, funeral homes, germs, rats, and Friday the Thirteenth. You got one right, and that was Friday the Thirteenth. Hmm. Man, we are just absolutely sucking at this round. Who'd you guess? For? I chose for Neff. We will redeem ourselves. We'll see if I, how well I know Neff. Number one, germs. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Number yeah. two. Friday the 13th. No. Uh, I just thought as a, maybe a football player, you would have had like... No, but Friday the 13th was the day before my birthday in 2004 when our Hurricane Charlie hit. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Your birthday is August 14th. Mm-hmm. Then I put rats, number three? Nope. Funeral homes in last place? Nope. So you got wow. one right. So got funeral homes second? No, funeral homes Wait, so homes what, was, third. what was your order? Uh, germs, rats, funeral, Friday. You don't like rats? What was I your? like mice, but rats are... They scratch. What was I your, don't like that. What was they, yours? Mine was germs... Uh, mice and rats, Friday the Thirteenth, and funeral homes. So I I had germs first for you, and then I changed it to mice. I have, uh, mice have well, that doesn't count for anything now, does it? I never never change your answer. I have been pastoring for four weeks now, and I have done two funerals with another one coming next week. <laughs> it's like I I it, I feel like funeral homes are my home away from home now. <laughs> I just figured nobody here would be superstitious about Friday the 13th since yeah. I put it in the last one. I'm not crazy about Friday the 13th to be honest with you. I'm not crazy about it. I do look at it a little sideways and then uh, I also don't like black cats walking across the road. That's really? Yeah, that's jam. like my mom mm. My mom and I. Mm-hmm. I don't like broken mirrors. Mm, Going under like a mirrors. ladder, I don't know why. It, I know it's stupid, or? but... I'll break mirrors under a ladder. I don't care. Wow. I trust Let's in the Lord. He has not given me a spirit of fear. Alright, final round, guys. <clears throat> I'm going to peacocks. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I never denied it. I just didn't think it was irrational. It's kind of irrational. Not. When you're attacked, 
Okay. Oh. I was bitten by a duck when I was a child. I'm not that's why. That's why she has duck powers. Now. <laughs> Whack. Have you ever seen water on her back? No, you have not. Okay. But have you seen her eat a loaf of bread every day? <laughs> what? She goes into a subway and she's like, "What kind of sandwich you want? Just the roll." I love this. Apparently, she ducks eat free at subway. Well, she likes also, grapes. She also likes sun chips. You like? <laughs> you like this bread, little birdie? All right. What is All right, here we go, ladies. This is it. Mimes. Ladies. Oh, that's a creepy picture. Basements. Mm-hmm. Mimes in basements. <laughs> Basement mimes. Eating expired food. Mimes in basements eating expired food. And oh. and disappointing others. Uh, why they gotta cut Dis- deep like this? <laughs> disappointing mimes eating expired food in the basement. No, we're so disappointing mi- the mimes by eating the expired food. In mimes. The Basements, Aww. eating expired food, or disappointing Why do your others. Mimes have such that sounds high like standards. a like a weird Mad uh, Libs. Yeah. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> give me a noun. Sorry. Mime. <laughs> give me a place. Basement. Give me a verb. Eating expired food. And <laughs> give me something that you feel every day. Love. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <we're laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like you as a friend. (laughs) Just because you disappoint me. This just in. Neff has just been friend-zoned by Steven. Will the world ever come back from this amazing turn of events, this once tight union? Now, dissolving before our very eyes. Hey, everybody. What's Steven? He's the worst. Tune in next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Wait, I, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was busy writing, and so I thought that was a pre-recorded thing that you so did in <laughs> And I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's been prophesied." <laughs> <laughs> That's like a pre-recorded thing Lord. that I would tell Stephen my oh deepest, my innermost goodness. feelings for him. Well, I know where you keep your secrets. <laughs> right in his belly button. There was one time I touched Wait, Neff's belly. He also, he also keeps a rabbit's foot and a canned ham in there. I know Nick will never go there because it's a deep hole. It's also where he keeps a spare key. going to be a fun episode to listen back to. This is so difficult for me. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Julia, I don't know if you've gone first, so go for it. Yay. I guessed for Jessica. Okay. Um, this is probably wrong in some capacity. Believe in yourself, Julia. You're on my team and we're in third place. Believe it. That's why I don't believe. Or not. <laughs> Mimes, basements, eating spoiled food, and disappointing others. That was the just the one. order in which I revealed the cards. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't even try. I did try because I felt I put disappointing others just because like you're so confident. Jessica don't care? No, because she's so confident and like she doesn't like she knows what she does is right. So I don't think it would bother her if she, she like, disappoints really somebody else. I just really feel like that's be and then, I don't know. You just strike me as someone that doesn't like mimes. I don't know. Who'd like who none likes of them? Mimes? I'm so sorry. None no. of them. Yeah, Julia, even Not I even I knew one. that was the worst answer. All right, Jessica, go. Uh so I uh Julia. Yay. <laughs> uh for you I put disappointing others. Number one? Yeah. Uh, two is mimes, three is basements, and four is expired food. Bam! You got them all wrong. Whoa! See? We don't oh, no. know each other equally. I got so we'll excited. get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I, I would have put disappointing others too Actually, for Julia. Alexandria for also one. guessed for Julia. Oh, no. Oh, what'd you say? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Number one, disappointing others. Two, basements. Three, mimes. And four, expired. Is it number one, mimes? No. Dang it. Number one, expired food. No, um, number one is basements. 
Um, the reason I don't know I mean, my, my parents creepy. my First dad always had basements and they were always just really weird and I would like run up them and like it's like a childhood fear it's like a deep rooted fear second is disappointing others and I had a um, a challenge between those two which one should be first but I'm trying more recently to pray more about disappointing others because it has been something that's been very as you guys I'm sure all have guessed and know uh, I have a problem with that um, so I'm trying to like be better about that and it's been going well so good but it's still number two. And then eating expired foods. I don't like getting sick, and I don't really care about my eyes. I think they're pretty rad. Wow. Like clowns, too. Dang it. I would, I Nobody had, got anything. I had three and four flipped. I had mimes and expired food flipped. Okay. And then I second-guessed myself. Your dad had basements? Well, he yeah. lived in Virginia. Like he, he, didn't have house. he didn't I have a house. He didn't have a house. When I, so when I lived basements. in Virginia, I we had a basement also. I moved in. So I, I left my, my dad's house and went to live with my mom. And they had this basement, and they were like, "That's where your room's gonna be." Oh, so I had no, a, a bed in the basement, and it was it was it, w- it would have been an okay situation. Like a Harry Potter, like there was some natural light in there because our house was on the side of a hill. In fact, the name of our street was Landslide Court. Um, that's with, not that's comforting, right? So there was mm. the house was on the side of the hill, and so I actually had like a sliding glass door in the basement that opened up to the outside. We had one too. So there was some natural light in there. The only thing is, the basement was completely unfinished. So it was just wood slats and fiberglass for my walls. <gasps> on landslide court. So the entire like year that we lived there, I never one time slept in the basement because it was just all the, the cold concrete floor, cold unfinished walls. It just it was a bad. So I slept on the couch upstairs in the living room for an entire year, which was awful because I, they would be watching TV before I would go to bed, and the last thing that they would watch before I go to bed was Unsolved Mysteries. I can remember <laughs> sleeping on yeah. that couch and hearing the theme song to Unsolved Mysteries, which is terrifying. <laughs> and um, that was, anyway, well, trauma is just being dredged up here tonight. All right, what are, what are our final scores, Stephen and Alexandria? No, we're not doing one last round. No, this is it. Stalexandria. Oh, Stalexandria has eight. Alex- Alexandria. All right, Stop. team. Team uh, Jeff. Jeff. Nine. Nine. No, you like you don't want to tell me your answer in German or <laughs> nine. And no uh, all right, and then uh, Julia and I have like three yeah. is a magic number. That's right. Three three's company. That's us. Oh, all right. So we had a really congratulations. Sh- of course, there were three of you on the team. So we're gonna. That's true. I do have two brains in my body right now. That is exactly right. So does Neff, but that's just because he ate a live deer on the way in. <laughs> what? Uh, I was hungry. <laughs> it was a fun. It's okay, friend. <laughs> Quick snack. <It> all- <laughs> you can call me flower if you want to. <laughs> I'm calling you lunch. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> 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 okay, so I'm just gonna say this honestly. I don't like I don't like scary stuff. I don't like mm. being afraid. It's not my favorite thing. It's my least Ooh. favorite thing. But I don't it, like it either. It's, I like scaring people sometimes. That's messed up. So the one time, <laughs> <laughs> like in Spoopy Spirit. I'm not gonna lie. I like scaring people too. I don't like being scared, but it's fun to scare somebody. Yeah, else. you can't yeah, like if you can't um, take it in. You shouldn't dish it out. I feel like. I don't think so. The one time I've ever been, uh, I've had a physical altercation uh-huh. with my wife. Huh? Where it came to like fisticuffs, fisticuffs like punches being thrown. What? I um. Tony and Sheena. I scared my wife. I did like a little jump out at her, kind of a sneaky scare thing, <laughs> and instantly, without thought, without what her her reflex, I learned was to swing. And she punched me right in the face. Just <laughs> zero conversation, zero identification. It was just ha. Psh! 
And he woke up five was hours later. Was it a later. solid hit? It was. Oh, no. Listen, she <sighs> is. Uh, listen, her upper body is on point. She went, wha-pap, and I stayed slapped. I mean, it was. <laughs> and, Remember when in Hercules, like, um, Hercules punches Hades in the face and it just, like, implodes? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> was that you? That was me. <laughs> okay. It was me. She left a ring, ring imprints on my mug, as it were. So I have learned my wife does not like to be scared, and scaring her is not worth the joke. No. Uh, yeah, being being afraid is it, it, so. And we talk about the things that kind of go bump in the night, and we can talk about black cats, and we can talk about you know ghosts and goblins and ghoulies, and uh, you know Michael Jackson's Thriller and all the different things you know that that make us kind of whatever. But the but real fear anymore doesn't necessarily come from the things that we once associated fear with. You know, we used to think you know witches and ghosts and goblins. Uh, if I, I have a list here of the the top ten fear of Americans. 2018, 2019, uh, is it 2019? So it was the beginning of 2019. Is it Floridians? Is that what people are afraid of as nope. far as Americans go? Top <laughs> most public, most popular 10 fears of Americans. Okay. Uh, for, uh, this was from January 2019. Um, anybody want to take a guess, Stephen? I'll guess. Go for it. Public speaking. Number one fear. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Number one fear, which is amazing. That's like what God called me to do as my job, right? Like you get to get up and, and face the number one fear of Americans. Uh, th- throw another one out there. See if you can make, make the top 10 list. Bugs. Uh, bugs and, and insects. Spiders, number three. Okay. So you're on the list. Heights. Heights is number two. Oh, wow. We're killing Heights is guys. number two. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that I used to be afraid of heights. It happened to me, though, somewhere along the way where I would I look down from upstairs and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, yeah, this don't work for me. Uh-uh. A fear of the dark. The dark is not on. Uh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. It is. It's number 10. It's number 10. Darkness is on the list. Darkness. Alexander, what do you got? Dying. Dying, not on the list, Aww. not on the list, but, really? but, but, you know, all fear comes from the fear of dying. Yeah. Every fear stems from a fear of mortality, right? Yeah. So like, speaking in public? Yeah. So the, the idea is, okay, so I see a spider and the spider bites me and now I die, right? Right. So you that get that sense. one. But the spirit of speaking in public comes from that really strong, like community minded part of us. So oh. I speak in public. I do a bad job. I get ostracized by society. I have to go live in the wilderness and I starve to death. You know, like it all comes. It, that's what it is. It all comes back to rejection equals fear. Fear equals death. Yeah. Uh, wow. what, what else you got? Can, can you come up with some some more on the top ten list? Snakes. Snakes. Why do they have to be snakes? No, not on the list. <laughs> oh. Clowns. What well, clowns? Not on the list. Okay. Uh, <laughs> car accidents. Car. Uh, little. No. No. It's, it's wow. Not that on was there a good all. one. Good, uh, good answer though. Electrocution. Electrocution. Not on there. Okay. So I'll drowning. Give you, number number four is drowning. Good answer. Oh, yeah. no, good answer. Drowning in oil. Uh, what? Nothing. Flying. Flying is the number seven answer. Wow. Quicksand. And if you're my wife, it's the number one answer. <laughs> we, my like mom, she too. does not like to fly. Yeah. I used to be afraid of flying, and then I flew, and now I love it. So you were afraid of something you never did. Yeah, I was afraid because I didn't, I didn't want the plane to fall. That's well, how planes work. The safest way to travel. Statistically, you're right. Well, that so, traveling is the safest way to travel. But not the safest way to crash. Uh, blood and needles, number five. Oh, okay. cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a strong angry. reaction. Wait, 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 wait. That's the Jehovah's Witness, right? Can't get a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was her making that noise, not me. No, oh, well, either way. Uh, I threw my voice. <laughs> so ventriloquism. That's she, not, number six fear. Ventriloquism. She, she was trying to go for death, but she missed. <laughs> Drink a glass of water. Make Alexandria talk. Um, number number six, enclosed in small spaces. Like an elevator. Yeah. The elevator, sure. Is elevator number two for your wife? It it probably would be. (laughs) Um, Number eight is strangers. Strangers. All right, I could, I could see that. Yeah. 
What, what, Julia? Julia loves strangers. She loves I meeting people. Do they're just friends you don't know yet? <laughs> Julia, I've been saying that my entire life, and my grandmother yells at me for it. Ooh, people, she says, don't talk to strangers. Well, they're just friends I haven't made yet. I'm hard yeah. to kidnap. Brenda. Oh, I am not. <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> but you know, the weird thing is this. So after 2019, this list changed. Really? And this is the weirdest thing because all, oh, 2020 happened. Mm-hmm. all of these things happened. And now, according to Chapman University, January 2021, mm-hmm. the top fears of Americans are corrupt government officials. Oh. Germs. People I love dying. People I love becoming seriously ill. Widespread civil unrest. A pandemic or major epidemic. An economic and financial collapse. Whoa. Like, things got real Oof. quick. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, what happened? Fear and anxiety are real deals. 40 million Americans, 40 million adult Americans suffer from like real life fear and anxiety. What's the deal here? Like why we we see the world around us and all it's doing is fueling that tremendous fear and anxiety. What do we do? How do we deal with that? I mean, one thing that I, I mean, this net, I don't know if this is necessarily going to answer your question, but it's just kind of refer, affirming what you just said. I work in the mental health industry, and there's been a huge uptick in, in like anxiety just rising in the past year. You know what's funny is that there, there's going to be somebody that like listened to us, I don't know, listened to us from like season two, three, maybe hasn't listened for a while, and they're going to be like, I thought you worked at a grocery store. I upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> no, same, same, yeah. same, same. <laughs> I don't think so. I actually like my job now. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I mean, I could give like the Christian, like Jesus juke answer, but I really do believe in it. I think prayer and constantly praying really, really helps me. I think, I mean, I, I have really bad and severe anxiety. Um, and I think that the more I let myself kind of have that fear of fear itself and I let it kind of spiral like I'll start with one thing bothering me and then I'll remember all these other things and it'll kind of just be like a downward spiral I think um, allowing myself the the opportunity to stop for a moment everything put it down and just run to God with it and to really um, keep captive my thoughts and just really address that what am I actually afraid of that God can't handle Mm. nothing but I know that's an oversimplification for some people, but really if for years of having really like crippling anxiety, like where I, I couldn't move, I would sit on the couch, I would be too afraid, I'd cry. Like it was just really, really bad. The more I spend time with God, just like continually and um, resting in him and like, you know, reading the word, listening to worship music and just reframing my focus and um, kind of deviating from wherever I'm freaking out about and just looking at God rather than looking at the problem, it really, really helps me. And I know that's easier said than done sometimes, but once you start, you'll see that too, I think. What would what would, what would uh, kind of incite, what would trigger your, your fear or anxiety? Anything in particular? Yeah, I think a lot of <laughs> a lot of my fears um, stem from the fact, or the, not the fact, uh, the perception that people um, are going to find out that I'm not what they maybe think I am in terms of being disappointed in me, I think kind of validating the fears that I have about myself. Mm. But the thing that comes with like understanding the gospel more and I'm really getting to be, you know, at God's feet and being able to talk to him. And I feel like he's been exploring this with me for a few years now. And it's really becoming so true and so clear to me that um, I am as bad as I think I am. 
In the, no, 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 no. Did not see that coming. No, 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 for real. I am as bad as I think I am because, and that's why I needed Jesus. Because if I try to like validate myself and be like, oh, I'm not that bad or, oh, I'm not this, I'm not that. Um, I wouldn't be being super honest with myself. Mm. And I think the fear of not being good enough can be taken away by acknowledging like, yeah, no, we all in our own ways kind of fall short, not kind of fall short, but we do. But when you let that be the, the thing that defines you, that really used to bother me. But other people's opinions of me aren't what define me. My opinion of me is what defines me. It's what Jesus did on the cross and his actions of love and his, um, his calling on my life is so much bigger than anything I could like stop myself from. I can't not follow him because I'm so freaked out about what I think about myself because that'll just paralyze me. So I just can't live that way anymore. And just kind of like a, a little footnote here. We did an episode, I think it was back in March of this year called Don't Panic, where we had um, a, a mental, medical or mental health professional, uh, Joy Clifton on right. the show. And she kind of gave us, if you're dealing with anxiety, she gave us some really cool tips and, and practices. That's available wherever podcasts are listened. Go back, I think it was episode 141, uh, Don't Panic. So lots of really good practical tools there. What you're saying resonates with me so much, Julia. And I was thinking of the, the scripture verse, it's uh, 2 Timothy 1, 7. It's mm -hmm. real simple. We know it. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of? Power, love, and sound mind. Or self-control, depending on what translation yeah. you're reading. Power, love, and... So, so I, I was thinking about this, and... I, I kind of got tripped up a little bit on it because I feel like, okay, so if, if somebody's coming at us and they're trying to make us afraid, I understand why power is useful, right? Like, because if, if something's coming at me and I'm stronger than they are, more powerful than they are, then they don't have the ability to threaten me. And if I'm feeling uh, like crumbled and intimidated and I feel like, ah, I'm, I'm real shaky and, and unsure, a, a sound mind would give me, you know, the clarity with which to focus. I didn't really understand the love part of that so mm. much but hearing you uh, kind of unpack that a little bit Julia I am not good enough like uh, my anxiety and my fear come from my inadequacies mm. or, or my frailties or whatever but God is more than good enough mm -hmm. and God loves me therefore I mean that's a that's a wonderful thing to, to kind of contextualize and, and put things into perspective because if God loves us then we don't have to be afraid uh, mm -hmm. what, what does the, the Bible say is um, per, uh, love uh, there's a verse that's escaping me right now uh, love, love conquers all things love that's no that's not exactly what I was thinking of but it's like love uh, love overcomes all fears right first John 418 there's no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear that's what I'm at first John 418 um, perfect love casts out perfect love casts out fear mm -hmm. um, and the closer we get to God, the less we should fear anything other than, than God. Mm -hmm. You know what's interesting about specifically that translation says cast out fear? It like at least brings to my mind like casting out like a demon. But like in that instance, you're removing it and putting and sending it somewhere else. So like if love is gonna cast out fear in us, it's going to remove that and send it somewhere else. Fear is like a hot potato, right? Yeah. Just don't don't hold it. Don't hold it. It's gonna burn you. Uh, send it to someone else. Yeah. Hey, Neff, I have something for you. It's fear. Ah! <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to take this fear and send it to all those pigs. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, what are, you doing? what are you doing with fear? You're, you have a human that's going to come out of you. Yep. Is fear a part of this process for you? Be a better way to say it. That. Was no, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's right. pretty it's pretty terrifying, <laughs> right? It it was, but then because you know, I also have this fear of you know, 
not even i mean also with the pandemic with you know the danger for for pregnant women um mm. but also just women die in childbirth like that's a thing even today even in developed countries even in our hospital system that no, happens take, take a swig of whiskey and bite down on a strip of leather and right? you'll be you'll fine just grab onto a bar they, real hard they did know? it on little house of the prairie you'll be fine and that's you know i so even before we were married i used to watch a lot of like stuff like you know call the midwife and stuff like that which i think really helped because it sort of uh reaffirmed to me that women have been doing this for thousands of years millions of women give birth every year it's okay so you know what's okay so funny story i just mentioned joy clifton right mm -hmm. and joy clifton had a baby last week okay yes. and the thing is this she was sleeping in the in the delivery room she fell asleep she was taking a nap and they went to kind of move her and her husband um was 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 moving her leg. She had had the the epidural, the the whatever, to kind of numb the pain, and so because of that, she was having difficulty moving her legs. And he kind of went to like lift one leg up and move it over, and he went, oh oh oh, that's my child. Yep. Oh, <laughs> and the whole the asleep? child's whole arm and he the head and, yeah, and a whole arm just, were out. She just kind of sorry if, herself sorry out. if this got like really graphic real quick. <laughs> she slept through part part of the birth, and and that and yeah, and they didn't oh know they didn't nice. know that this child was on like it, there was not like a. It wasn't. Nolan, we, they weren't like, there yet. Pass out? No, 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 was... no. They, you know, ship shape. Everything was great. But, but in, in telling me the story, she said, "Isn't it wonderful how God made us that even without all of the things, like our body is designed to do this on its own?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we and had that conversation. We went to visit them shortly, shortly after the birth, and she and I had that conversation. Yeah, that's so. It, it's so weird. Anyway, so that, that's uh, one more mention of, of Joy, and she has to pay us, or we have to pay her. I'm not sure, but um. <laughs> But yeah, like all the, there are things that is a, that's a scary thing. Hey, you know, having a baby is terrible. Raising, like, like it's, it's a big, awful, painful mess, but a wonderful thing comes out of it. And then you have to raise it and keep it alive. But, but it, it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's not that bad. No, I every, don't. every single person is here because somebody raised us and kept us alive. Yes. Right. Uh, and, and I, I know some of your parents and that, w that wasn't always the, the, the easiest shake for everybody. Right. For uh, us or for the parents? For yeah, for either one. <laughs> but uh, but we we do these things. But the, I guess the idea is that like the things that cause us fear and dread, they're never as bad as we think they really are, right? There's a little bit of a the bark is worse than the bite factor to it, and I, I think that sometimes we have to put it in the perspective of like what is the worst thing that can happen, and once we've eliminated the fact that like the worst thing probably isn't that bad, we can look forward and perspective. It's all about perspective. Uh, so two thoughts um one when you were talking to jessica about you know a baby mm -hmm. um coming into the world pretty soon right um i think about like parenting and like helping when, when are you due february okay so not too too not, soon not that soon not, but you know, I soon in my it's brain. gonna we're halfway look, there the holidays halfway there are living gonna on go by like that and then i'm gonna be like oh gosh i've got like six weeks left it's baby time <laughs> yeah, it's baby time anyways so i was just thinking about like parents and parenting because like when you said oh are you about to give birth to a baby is fear part of that i thought you meant about like raising the child and like helping them through their fear and i thought about how um growing up if i was like afraid of something you can always kind of just like run to your mom dad whatever and really kind of feel a lot of comfort there yeah, yeah. and i think there's comfort in relationship absolutely uh and so i was just thinking about how like i was saying like running to um, the father in that way is only beneficial if you have the relationship there. You know what I mean? Like if you, you can't trust somebody if you don't know them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's So I good. think having the, um, I think it's really easy to have a relationship with fear even because like we're so used to it. Like you said, like a lot of the things that we're afraid of are spawning from the fear, overall fear of death. And I think we're kind of just built to like have this like survival 
instincts coming up. And so it's easy to just kind of live in that fear because it's so instinctual to us. But we're also designed. I mean, you, you have to think about it. Like a, a, a deer, like the one that Neff ate earlier. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a deer has a baby deer and that baby deer just jumps up and it's a deer, right? It just yeah. does its thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, animals are born. And for the most part, like animals will just go off and they just start surviving by instinct. Mm -hmm. Babies are born completely helpless. And right. we have to raise them. We have to bond mm -hmm. them. We are, we are created to be social creatures. Right. Like as a dad myself, like one of my... Uh, one one of my favorite things is is being able to be there for my son and when he would be scared as a little kid when things that he didn't understand that maybe weren't even that like really that bad for him but he just didn't understand them and they were afraid and or, or loud or whatever the thing might be like being able to be there for him uh that's a privilege that's a father's privilege mm -hmm. and, and and it's it's so amazing that like it's no different for god when we you know we cast our cares on him because he cares for us he wants to be there I love that so much about the fact that we get to walk in a relationship with, with Jesus, who is the person of love. Um, and I just think so much of uh, so many of the Psalms and a lot of them, David was afraid. Right. And so many times he's like, my heart will not tremble in fear. My, You are my rock, my fortress, my foundation. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And at the end of the day, when you allow that to be your perspective, you're allowing the one who is the person of love to raise you up yeah. and, and show you what it looks like to live fearlessly. That doesn't mean that you're going to go through life not afraid of things but it shows you hey he's going ahead of me right and i know that he's going to be with me and i know that he loves me and i know that he's going to bring me through this right. it's never about what can i accomplish on my own but it's about lord where are you at where are you leading me and how can i follow you and you give you my yes in yeah. all of it yeah um but he's raising us up in that um because in every moment and everything that we do, we're constantly being molded and shaped to look like the person of Jesus. Right. We're not going to reach perfection until we get to heaven. However, that doesn't mean that we're not continuously growing and he's not continuously shaping us. He's going to finish and, the work he started. Right. And everything that he does, he's showing us how to live fearlessly, how to live out in love. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I, and I love you mentioning David. I mean, David wasn't making this up as he went along. It wasn't like, in the, in the you know, I'm writing this psalm and here's a thought that no one's ever thought of before. Mm -hmm. A lot of David what was pulling from was his experience. Mm -hmm. He was pulling from the promises, the things that he'd seen God do in his life firsthand. I mean, he's fighting a giant, right? And what he's saying is like, God got me through a lion, God got me through a bear, giant, whatever. So, you know, same day, different animal, right? When you, when you remember... It makes it a little bit hard. It, it, it helps you when you remember God's promises, when you remember God's provision, you remember God's goodness. Mm -hmm. Remembering helps us to keep from reacting. Right. You know, oh, oh, this is so scary. This is the end of the world. No, no, wait a minute. God got us through this before. Right. So no biggie, God. You're still on the clock. Uh, we're we're going we're gonna to get through this, and it'll, it'll be fine. I remember that we've been through things like this before, and God showed up. And we've seen examples in the Bible of people listening to their fear instead of God's promises like mm -hmm. when the Israelites didn't go into the promised land because they were afraid of the giants. There's giants in there, yeah. yeah right. It's like, like God's not bigger than giants. So we've yeah. seen what happens when you let your fear um, play the main role instead of uh, God and letting that control you yeah. more than uh, God's promises motivating you. Yeah, that's good. One thing that I've, I've noticed in regards to fear um, or in specifically like anxiety is it comes with a lot of 
lack of control, like right. things that you can't control, uh, things that are out of your control. So they're they're scary. Like I I don't know how these people are going to react. So I'm gonna be anxious when I'm around people. I don't you know when things are out of my control, I get anxious. And I feel like that is it's very contrary to like living a life of faith because so much of faith is letting something be out of your control Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna let god like he's gonna give me wisdom but i'm gonna give like these fears that i have to god not knowing what they're gonna happen like i'm gonna give my future to god i'm gonna let god guide my steps like i don't know where this is going but my faith is going to help guide that i mean faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so very clearly there it's something that's out of your control so I, i think as christians we can almost be encouraged even though it can be scary in the fact that our faith is what can help drive out that fear like the faith over fear idea it's not necessarily just because faith is greater than fear but faith can guide us through that fear well when when your mind is on god and not on the problems, then there's a peace that comes with that because God doesn't move. He's like the lighthouse and the storm might be picking us up and tossing us all around. But when we're looking at the rock, when we're looking at the thing that doesn't move based on our circumstances, it gives us focus. It gives us direction. It gives us uh, hope that we're going to reach the safety that we need to have, even when we're in the middle of our storms. Um, I think it's an Isaiah. Um, it is. It's Isaiah 26, three. You keep him in perfect peace. Mm-hmm. Whose mind is stayed, stayed on, on you, you because he trusts in you mm-hmm. and, 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 God, I, I want to keep my eyes on you. I want to remember your word. That's the thing we have to remember yeah. is God's word. If faith, like Stephen said, if faith is is, is the, the solution to fear, where does faith come from? Faith comes by hearing and hearing yeah. by the word of God. And that helps us to gain that perspective. That helps us to remember that God's promises, uh, whatever that we're going through, God's promises are, are more impactful and more valuable than any pain that we could possibly be experiencing or any anxiety uh, that, that we could be going through. Um, we are going to have to put the landing gear down here tonight. I know there's a lot more that we could talk about on this, and we'd love to keep this conversation going with you guys on social media. But I'm afraid <laughs> that we're out of time <laughs> for tonight. That was scary. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, it's very oh. intimidating. <laughs> but whatever it is that you're going through, I know it's spooky season. I know there's you know lots of uh, you know fun to be had in in all of the the, the titillating scares and the, the hair raising thrills and things like that. But when real fear comes along and and uh, anxiety comes your way and the things that really do cause us to be paralyzed and not want to move forward, whatever the sense of loss that you're uh, experiencing or dread, just remember we have as believers no worst case scenario. All we can do is keep our eyes on Christ, keep moving forward, remember his promises, and um, don't let fear get the best of you. So uh, before we go, I I just love it if, if Julia, would you mind just praying for us real quick tonight as we conclude? Dear Heavenly Father, God, um, just thank you for waking us up this morning. God, thank you for all the blessings that you give us um, every day and the opportunity for us to be able to come together and encourage each other and the people listening to our to our show god i pray that you would help us to trust in you with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding god when things seem difficult when things seem uncertain and things give us anxiety and cause us to be fearful i pray that we would just turn to you and give it all to you god because you care for us and i pray that we would not be afraid when we know that we're walking with you in Jesus' name we pray amen 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 most anxiety-ridden dream you've ever had. Have you ever had the dream where you try to run, but you can't run? 
Yes. Yes. Uh, like your your legs just don't move fast enough, or that dream yes. where you try to like punch something but you can't punch hard at all. Those, are, those, are, those are awful. Or you try to like yell for help and you can't yell. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Or you have like a gun to like defend yourself and the bullets don't work. I've never had that. Slow motion. motion. Firearms are not usually part of my. Are you dream. getting chased by a dinosaur, and you're with Tom Hanks, and you're in a little uh, you know. I don't think boat. I've ever had a nightmare. You're in a what? Boat, a Haven't boat, you guys a, ever wow. like had a no. dream and like your brain wakes up but your body doesn't? Yeah. <gasps> and like you, yeah, you literally can't move. Oh, That's the most terrifying it. thing to me. I hate Have it. Have you ever dreamed that when if when uh, you could if you if when if I you had could, a dream when time gone by, when hope was high. Uh, well, that is all the time that we do have for tonight. Thank you so much for being with us on the Nerd of Godcast. Don't forget to follow us across all the social medias. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a review, a rating. We love it. We appreciate it so, so much. We love stars, especially when they come in fives. Nice. And uh, if you say something nice about us. And if you know somebody who loves Jesus or somebody who loves nerdy stuff or even better, someone who loves both, please uh, <laughs> share it. Pass, uh, pass this podcast along. Uh, it really does mean the world to us. And we really, really appreciate you listening listening check us out on patreon we are a listener supported podcast that's patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash nerd of godcast and you can be a part of the financial blessing of what we do from this ministry uh from all of us here at the nerd of godcast steve-o supremo blessings and love everybody alexandria marica so long and thanks for all the fish quentin uh, gurgling f I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Jessica Terror Manchester Sadler. You can't kill me in any way that matters. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Julia Cameron Colazzo. Bye, friends. Nick, the baby daddy Sadler. Ooh. Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home, but, but we, we can't can stay, stay here. You invite me here and then you insult me. <laughs> that's what he's done my entire relationship. Yeah, that's with you. Hey, Dang. everybody. What's Steven? He's the worst.